Welcome to the Kundalini Nerve Podcast, where we blend the spiritual with the scientific. I'm your host, Jen, and in this space, we'll be digging into all things Kundalini awakenings and nervous system regulation. I'll be sharing with you insights from my own awakening and the somatic work that I do with both myself and my clients, plus a whole host of other good stuff. So sit back, relax, or take a walk, and let's co-regulate whilst you're listening. One moment, I'm recording this for on Instagram Live, obviously, if you're watching, and I'm also recording it for the podcast at the same time, multitasking. <laughs> um, okay, so I wanted to come on today to expand a little bit on a process that I'm going through on a pattern that I've noticed in myself that I'm trying to break and I posted a post not too long ago about this topic that many of you reached out and said that you resonate with so the post that was on Instagram was titled something along the lines of I'm just going to pull it up here I've spent the past 30 years moving around the world trying to run away from myself And I noticed this feeling keeps coming up for me of this dissatisfaction wherever I am. And I find myself blaming the place that I'm in, looking for an escape, thinking that if I move to another town or if I get a better house or if something external to me happens, I'm going to automatically feel better. But if I'm really honest with myself, and this came to my attention a few weeks ago, which I'll explain later on, that... The evidence that I have so far suggests that no matter where I go, the issues or the problems that I'm having, the anxiety that I'm facing, for example, is going to be following me, regardless of what my external situation looks like. So if I think back to childhood, by the time I was 17, I had lived in probably around 10, 10 or so different houses. Like My parents were constantly changing where we lived like my father has a very active flight response he doesn't know how to be with the stuff that's going on inside him so the way he deals with that is by constantly moving constantly having projects to do so by the time I'd reached my late teens we'd moved all in the same area all in Liverpool but into so many different houses and this pattern carried on with me throughout adulthood I moved from Liverpool, where I'm originally from, to Sheffield, and then from Sheffield I moved to Leeds, and then from Leeds I moved to the south of England, to Canterbury, and then after a few years of back and forth between different places in the UK, I decided to pack my bags and move over to Spain, where I lived in Barcelona for a while, then from there I moved down to Malaga, back to Liverpool again, and then I moved to South Wales, to Cardiff, back to Barcelona, which I settled in. You know, that's the, probably the longest place I've ever stayed. I stayed for four years in Barcelona. And then after a while, enough felt like enough, and I moved to Mexico, where I stayed for six months. And then after that, back to Malaga again. Um, I feel exhausted explaining it because I'm even missing out places. I'm missing out details. But No matter where I've been, whether it be Liverpool or Barcelona or Cardiff or Mexico or Malaga, I was always feeling dissatisfied with my life in some way or feeling anxiety, feeling depression, feeling stress. There was always something going on for me. And I felt like by moving around, 
I could fix that. I would solve that. But no, it didn't work. And I've been here in Malaga now for a year. And I loved Barcelona. I loved where I lived there. I was, it was probably the safest place I've ever been, the place where I felt the most secure. I had quite a good support group in terms of friends. I had hobbies there. I had my mountains. I had, I had a place. It's the first time I've ever had a place where I could call my own. So now that I'm in Malaga, I've been longing to get back to Barcelona. I've been longing to go back there. Um, and in my head, I've been idealizing what Barcelona was like. You know, there are a lot of things, like I just said, that I love about it. But if I'm really, really honest with myself, I was miserable when I was there too. This was the time where I had probably felt the most anxious in my whole life. Um, this was the place where I <clears throat> spent the, <clears throat> sorry, the lockdown alone. This is the place where I went through my spiritual awakening. This is the place where I had my breakdown, where I burnt out, where I couldn't work, where I struggled to pay rent, where I was taking drugs. So there was so much happening in Barcelona, but in my head now, because I'm not happy with Malaga, I've been idealizing Barcelona thinking that if only I could get back there if only I had my mountains around me I would be okay but the truth of the matter is no I wasn't okay there so why would why would I believe that fixing outside of me is gonna help me in some way so a couple of weeks ago because I've been feeling this itchiness, this wanting to move, this wanting to have a change of scenery, I saw a post in a WhatsApp group of people in Malaga, and it was a person asking for a house sitter. She was asking, would someone be able to come along to her house for seven or ten days, a week or so, and house sit and take care of her dog? And I thought, perfect, this is exactly what I need. I'll go away for these seven or ten days, and then when I come back to my house where I live now I'll be feeling better you know something will have shifted inside of me because I'll have scratched the itch you know I've, I will have changed my external circumstances in some way but I arrived in this place and immediately I started to feel bad I started to feel like oh my god like I, I'm much more comfortable in my own home I you know this is a place where I'm unfamiliar I miss my own dog, I miss my partner and it really started to slap me in the face in that moment that wow this pattern has been a big part of my whole my life, my entire life. I've spent my entire adult life running, running from something, thinking that if only I could find the perfect place, if only I could keep moving I would be okay. But moving to this place or going to this place for a week to house it, pets it, really showed me that that no, no matter what I change about my external circumstances is going to change what's inside. Because there is a part of me that feels a really deep dissatisfaction with life. And this part of me is, is miserable. This part of me is depressed. And... I've never known how to meet this part because it's scary. This this part is very dark. This part is very pessimistic, angry, and 
underneath all of this darkness, underneath all of this anger, there's just this whole world of sadness that I feel inside that I just don't think I've ever felt capable of, of loving, of, of meeting face to face and saying to this part, I love you. I don't think I've had that capacity. Um, so what I've been doing my whole life is looking to my external environment for problems to sort for sorry for solutions to my problems. So aside from moving around different places, I've been coping with drink. I've been coping with drugs. But the main pattern that comes up for me is how I've coped is by running away. And I've always convinced myself that I've been running away from the place that I've been. So, for example, when I was in Cardiff in South Wales, I felt like the people were very close-minded or nobody wants to be my friend. Uh, it's too cold. Um, what else did I think when I was there? Um, different stuff or, you know, I'm too lonely. I need to go somewhere where it's easier to make friends. Or when I moved to Mexico, I blamed it for being too hot and to be honest, yeah, some places are just not ideal. Mexico for me was boiling. Like My British body was not built to handle that amount of humidity. So there have been things wrong in these places, but they haven't been to blame for what I've been feeling inside. And now that I've been settled in Malaga for a year, I've been blaming other things too. I've been blaming, you know, I'm, I'm about 45 minutes from the nearest shop from the city, from any sort of life. I'm living out in the mountains, so I've been blaming the distance. Again, the weather, you know, it's too hot, or even though I live in the mountains, there are not very many accessible hiking routes. It's very much just sort of untouched mountains and hills, so I've been blaming that too. This is why I feel like shit. This is why I'm not happy, because I'm not in the entire, like the place that I want to be, which is Barcelona. But I know I could move myself to Barcelona, and some of these issues would be solved. Of course, I would be closer to shops. I would be closer to friends. The weather is a bit more manageable. I know my way around in terms of the mountains. I would have my hobby. But that part of me, that part of me that I've been running away from would still be there. I would still, on some level, be feeling this dissatisfaction with life, still be feeling shit about myself. Um, but yeah, these... A few weeks ago, when I went away to this little escape, to this house-sitting place, I was able to sort of catch myself in the moment. I was able to bring in another level of awareness that I'd never done before. Like, I'd known I'd been moving around different places my entire life, and it's sort of like I knew that what I was doing, but didn't know what I was doing at the same time. But this time, I arrived in this person's home, so, you know, surrounded by their things, with their dog, and I realise, what on earth am I doing? Like, I want to be with my dog. I want to be with my things. I want to be with my partner. I want to be in my home. And I was finally able to see the pattern for what it is, a way for me to avoid dealing with what I feel inside. And for the first time, I felt like I had capacity to bring that sad, depressed part of myself into the light and... I've been slowly saying hello to this part of me um, and it's been a process. This has been a process that I've been in now for around, I think it's been around a month since I went to that place to, to house it. So I've been slowly saying hello to this part and trying to show myself love, trying to show myself compassion. And it's been difficult. It's been difficult because I, you know, I woke up today and I didn't sleep very well last night. Um... 
which is maybe another live to go into because I've noticed the past week or so I've had very bad boundaries with my phone and that started to keep me up at night. Um, so I woke up this morning feeling a little bit down and automatically I noticed my thoughts go to, oh, if I was in Barcelona, I'd be able to go for a walk now or I'd be able to go and have a coffee with a friend or, I mean, I don't drink coffee, but I'd be able to go and watch a friend have a coffee and I have a water or a tea. Um, going down that route again, going down that miserable blame in my external circumstances for how I'm feeling. And I was able to catch myself and bring in an element of, of awareness and an element of compassion that I haven't been able to do before. Um, it's not easy. It's really not easy. Um, but it's a process. It's a process because I know that I can keep on running. I could pack my bag today and I can be in Barcelona by tonight if I wanted to. But until I actually face what's inside, I don't believe anything will actually change. And like I said before, I have all of this proof that no matter which place I go and live, even in Barcelona, which in my head I've created into this ideal place, I still felt like shit. This part of me still existed. There was still a lot of inner turmoil going on. There was still a lot of anxiety. So I do believe that... Things come into awareness when they are ready to be seen. I don't feel like... How can I explain this? Like, I caught this pattern at the right moment. I caught... This pattern came into my awareness at the right moment. At the moment when I did have capacity to feel that sadness, to be with that pain, because I've been doing a lot of work. I've been doing a lot of inner work these past few years um I've really been working on my nervous system to hold space for sadness to hold space for pain to hold space for discomfort and the more capacity that I've built the safer it is for these parts of myself to start showing themselves to me because these parts know that I'm not going to push them away anymore I've built the capacity to meet them face on and show them some love. And that's exactly what I'm doing today is showing myself some love and compassion and knowing that, yes, things may be different in Barcelona. I may be happier on some level, but underneath, until I meet this part, until I heal this part, until I integrate this part, my external circumstances are not to blame. They're not going to fix me. Just like they're not going to fix anybody else. Um... So yeah, now is the time to be breaking this pattern of mine and to actually heal it. And that, that's what I'm working on at the moment, working on feeling safe in my body because I'm tired. I am tired of running. I'm tired of moving. I'm, t- I'm tired of thinking the next thing's going to save me. Because now I'm thinking about it, I've also noticed this pattern with, with buying things. Like if I have a new laptop, I'll feel better. And I do, you know, you feel better for a day, you feel better for a week, but things roll back around you know it's the same when you maybe um you meet a new partner and you fall in love and everything feels incredible but once you know you forget about all your problems but once life you know once those hormones um diminish a bit and life um comes back in you start to realize oh actually I still there's this stuff still going on you know so I want to feel safe in my body I want to feel safe in the present moment and I want to learn and I am learning to feel safe 
wherever I am in the world without feeling this need to run. So I'm really nurturing my nervous system and becoming aware of that flight response. I'm taking care of my freeze response too. And what I did this morning when I noticed those feelings of sadness coming up, those feelings of, oh, it would be better if I was somewhere else. I I validated myself and I said, yes, it may be better, but this is what this is your current reality. So what can you do right now to make yourself a bit more comfortable? Not to bypass how you're feeling, not to deny how you're feeling, not to change how you're feeling, but what can you do to make yourself a little bit more comfortable? So I got out of bed instead of lying there wallowing. I took a shower and I got in my car with my dog and I drove down to the bottom of the mountain here and I went for a walk and no, it's not the same as going for the walks that I went to in Barcelona. It's actually, you know, I like going uphill. Here is very flat, but it was nice. It was nice to be outside. It was just me and my dog. We were happy together, walking along. It was peaceful. And I've come back home, and yes, there's still a part of me that feels a bit shit. There's still a part of me that wishes things were different, but I'm holding space for it. I'm building that capacity to hold space for it without without making myself wrong, without adding that extra layer of self-blame. So that's really all I wanted to share today. Um, Because when I posted this this post on on Instagram, you can find it if you go onto my page. It's just not too long ago, maybe two weeks ago. And the title is, I've spent the past 30 years moving around the world, trying to run away from myself. When I posted this post, a lot of people reached out saying that they really resonated. So I wanted to come on today and just expand a little bit and let you in a little bit on my on my process so that you can also you know get to know me a bit more and um know that I'm there with you I'm there doing the work alongside you and I hope it helps in some way uh, thank you so much it's been a, a pleasure to have you here listening along with me um thank you I'm gonna wave to you <laughs> um so I hope you continue having a good day and I will be back live soon to share more of my my insights, more of my process. And yeah, take good care. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode and you perhaps resonated with the story that I was sharing and you're looking for support breaking your own patterns, whether it be this one that I spoke about today or any others. I am currently in the process of launching a brand new monthly membership which starts on October the 2nd. It's gonna be amazing. I'm so 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 excited for this offering because it's been a dream of mine to build a community of people who are coming together and doing this nervous system work and inside the the membership I'll be offering you step-by-step instructions on how to regulate your nervous system, really simplifying um, the steps to take, really simplifying healing so that you actually see the results that you desire, so that you know what you're doing at any given moment, you know why you're doing it, and you know you have a place to turn to get help, support, and inspiration from. So if that's something that you're interested in, then send me a message on Instagram, um, or join the Facebook group and send me a message there. And yeah, I look forward to seeing you inside the membership and thank you. Thank you for listening.
I know firsthand that awakenings can range from magical and mystical to downright miserable. So just so you know, you don't have to walk this path alone. My nervous system is here to co-regulate with yours in a range of different offerings to suit all of your needs. So get in touch, share your story with me, and allow me to walk alongside you as we expand our consciousness and strengthen our vagus nerve together.